I felt so deprived. Yeah. I've been feeling fucking naked lately. <laughs> I went to work without lashes, and I was like, who am I? Were people like, what's your name? <laughs> I would have cried if they had. <laughs> I would have been very disappointed. I'd be like, God, just call me fucking ugly. <laughs> no, never. If anyone calls you ugly, they're getting punched in their face. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Until they look ugly. Because their nose is bleeding. <laughs> like my vagina. Oh. <laughs> Wait, why is your va- I don't know. Like, I think sometimes <laughs> I do get, like, a little bit of a little period spotting. And that's happening right now. I'm supposed to be getting my period, like, now. So well, Maybe it's just, like, our body's syncing up. Besties. Literally. I went to the bathroom. I was like, why is my vagina bleeding? <laughs> stigma here around it so. no i probably should next week i have yeah, a so busy ass week. you can check your fucking ovary dude oh my god i know guys i might have an ovarian cyst on my left fucking ovary and you should really get that checked out i know like really get that checked out well once my freaking insurance clears okay Planned parenthood sent me something in the mail like two days ago that was like we recommended that you get an ultrasound you need to take care of that. I'm like, bestie, can you help? <laughs> I don't have $700 to spend on an ultrasound for you to tell me I have an ovarian cyst, okay? Do you have um state insurance? Do you have, like, badger care? Nope. Okay, we're going to sign you up for badger care. Yep. It's stupid. Insurance is so fucking whack. I don't want it. I don't want to talk about insurance. Me either. Let's just move on. Okay. But wait, one more thing. Uh-huh. I have talked to women with some ovarian cysts, and they say the only way you can get rid of them is surgery mm-hmm. or just let them burst. I'm like, okay, these options suck. Please don't let it burst because that can, uh, like, really fuck up your, like, your ovaries for, like, the rest of your fucking But life. I don't want to get surgery. So you just go wait? No, let's not have a ticking time bomb inside of us. Uh, well, someone I know had theirs burst, and, like, they're fine. Uh, they just had to go to the emergency room for a little bit because <laughs> they thought they were dying. Would you rather pay for a surgery or walking through an emergency room door? Uh, I don't want to get surgery. I'm scared. Or they put you to sleep. Drugs? Anyways, they should start the podcast. <laughs> so. Hello, everybody. This is Caroline. And this is Kaylee. Yeah. One of us has more energy today than the other. <laughs> but you know me. It'll kick in within like the next 30 minutes. Yeah, and Kaylee's going to shut be. the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, hello. Hi. Welcome to episode four of the podcast. How y'all doing? Um, this is exciting. 
you know, I don't know if we were gonna make it to episode four or not, but here we are. It's impressive. I'm proud of us. Me too. It's fun to just talk. It huh? is. It's I think it's our narcissism. <laughs> 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 um, well, this episode we asked our producer to prepare some questions. Um, that he wanted to ask girls in general because you know us, we don't have a filter. And um so I don't know how many questions he has lined up. Um, I have not that many, but I think they're very open-ended questions that might lead to a discussion. And I also will admit that um, I saw that text and I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. I have some homework to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I got a couple. Um, I guess we could probably start with um, something you guys were just talking about, actually. Okay. And it's something that on my podcast, we discussed um, with our female guests at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, could you guys kind of explain <laughs> how the whole concept, which is still wild to me, and it's wild to um, my co-host Mondo as well, mm-hmm. um, the whole, I guess, process of period syncing and how that works and how that's even a thing and that's just it's just such an odd concept to me <laughs> that like you could have like zero physical alter like interaction with a female mm-hmm. but then somehow your periods will sync up um oh well, first and foremost to be very transparent that's one of my favorite episodes of your podcast i laugh <laughs> at it all the fucking time yeah. uh, especially when it's one of my favorites it's just like hearing both of you laugh when she was like, what did she say? She was like, I don't have like the dominant period or something. Oh, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> um, he asked her like, like, do you get mad that you've never bled a period? Mm. She goes, no, I just accepted it. Yeah, 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 yeah. no. That's what it is. It was good. So like, by the way, if you listen to our podcast and you don't listen to Lorenzo's, you're fake as fuck. Facts. It is the four at night. There you, you go. You guys want to look it up. It's on all platforms. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Um... I don't really know the science behind it, if I'm honest. Well, how how do you guys think? Like, like it's happened before with you guys, right? Well, so what are your thoughts when that stuff happens? It's just always kind of... Because I grew up in a household. I have two sisters and a mother. And so, like, it was... Me and my mom, for the longest time, were the ones that would sink around each other until she was like, fuck that, I'm getting my uterus removed. Um, and then it was me and my sister... And, um, I don't, I don't, maybe it's like the hormones, like maybe like, it's just like a, I don't, I don't really know either. I, I think it's know. just like women's bodies are just like, oh shit, you want to have like a baby? I, I want to have a baby too, but then, like not really, but your body wants to. It's kind of confusing. It's like, I don't know. Maybe that's like a thing that was like back in the day where like women just fertility things. We all used to like sync up with each other. For like, because you know there used to be like a lot of practices where women would get together on like full moons and shit, and like mm-hmm. try and like be as fertile as possible and like experience that all together. So maybe it just became a thing throughout generations. Like I don't know. Me either, because like when you think about periods, it's like a thirty day cycle that right. your body. Like women should actually maybe I don't know. I read a little bit about this. Mm-hmm. Like, um, 
basing your monthly activity off of your period. So a 30-day cycle, like obviously at the end of the month or whenever you get your period, you're going to be like more tired, bloated, emotional. So it's like don't plan specific things during this time because it's not really going to work out for you. Like plan like your workouts and all that shit like, you know, like 20 days in advance. So that's when your body's at the peak shit <laughs> well yeah i have a friend who um doesn't use birth control and she just like goes with the cycles of the moon on whether or not she can raw dog shit <laughs> oh my god she said spiritual baddie oh god I was like that's the most witchy shit yeah. i've ever fucking heard <laughs> but i'm like looking it up now to see if there's like any sort of like and they're like no there's no science behind it so it's just as mind-boggling and confusing to women as it is to men yeah we don't get it but like we it's just something that's ingrained in you yeah, like you if you're around it. a woman for a long enough time your periods sure. will start to sync up and like they're like it could just be like a mathematical like weird thing that happens like, y equals mx plus period <laughs> well, exactly more like um probability (laughs) and then some say it's like suggesting that the pheromones or other factors can influence and shift periods for women who live together but like i don't know i feel like me and my friends periods have synced up enough even though we don't live together so i don't don't know so when it comes to like the actual cycle because again i'm a man yeah i don't know anything about Mm -hmm. this stuff so it is like you know, it's a week out of the month, right? Mm-hmm. Or a week out of a 30-day period. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm assuming that women have different weeks that those line up. So when those things sync, it just happens to be with women that just happen to fall around the same week that you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So things are just like completely flip-flopping. Mm, okay. Yeah. So like, um, well, it'd be, di- it'd be different if you were on your period, then we would have like something for comparison but like um how do i explain it i don't know like i could start my period and that would trigger my sister's period oh. like even if she's like not supposed to get it for a couple of days one bitch goes off another bitch goes off and it's uh, just okay. i don't know blood 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 gallons of the stuff i don't think i know that song oh <laughs> it's good okay you have to show me it sometime okay <laughs> um but yeah no i don't know it's just like a it's like a signal that gets sent off or like pheromones that women send out um again maybe it's like a a thing about like community because i feel like there's a lot of rituals and things that used to take place hundreds of years ago that are just embedded in our dna now so women are just mythical creatures women are some of the most powerful fucking things ever thank god that's so true thank god i'm a woman is what i meant to say it blows my mind the things that we're capable of like how period cramps are like at the same level of pain as a heart attack yeah that's crazy have you seen those videos of like men being hooked up to like heart Heart monitors that you mean the pain the period pain similar uh, thing yeah yeah simulators and they tap out, and they're just like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, I had to go to work. Literally. And, like, work, like, a fucking 12-hour shift when, like, my uterus is trying to, like, fucking commit suicide inside of my body. Yeah. And then have you ever seen the size of, like, a fucking human egg? They're, like, this fucking small to, like, the human eye. And that causes me that much fucking That's pain. crazy. I will be debilitated some days where I'm just, like, laid up in bed. I'm like, don't even fucking look at me. Or I'm gonna, it's going to cause me more pain. So, again, I don't know how our bodies do it. 
Same. Like, one of my friends, when she got her period for the first time, I was scared for her. Neither of <laughs> us knew what was happening. She wakes me up in the middle of the night, like, crying, fainting, <gasps> throwing up. I'm like, what is happening? And then she got home, and she was like, oh, I got my period. But I kid you not, this girl was white in the face. Right. Like, I was just like, oh And then you just God. have to live the rest of your life until you're, like, 45, just with that consistent pain. And some bitches got endometriosis. And stronger than the goddamn Marines. I could never. I, oh my God. From the things that I've heard about. And oh my God. No. Y'all need like an award, like a plaque of some kind. For real. Could you explain what that is? For people who don't know, including me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look up the the textbook definition. Just, it's, mm, hold on. It's just like severe, um, uterine pain but i know there's more to it hold on oh here a disorder in which tissue that normally lines the uterus grows outside of the uterus <laughs> so like with endometriosis the tissue can be found on the ovaries fallopian tubes or in the intestines and um <laughs> it usually causes like severe pain like in the lower abdomen lower back pelvis um and a lot of women, um, it become it can become like a thing that's so bad, you have pain during sex, um, or trying to take a shit, like just all the same, everything that's like located down here is usually just typically in pain, um, and that's like a around the clock thing. Like I know people who are terrified of their period because it's so debilitating they can't leave their beds. Yeah, that's so sad. Pain. And I've not even what? No, go ahead. I said it's super painful on your body, but also can we talk about how emotional it makes you? Oh my god! Like, I am the <laughs> Caroline knows. This. Oh I'm my the god! Worst I get person. scared of Kaylee. I'm literally like I don't. I usually I'm like ADHD girly. Like hey, 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 hi Kaylee, how are you? But I'm just like oh, oh. <laughs> you will not see me for a week to be around <laughs> when I'm PMSing, and I feel so bad. It's really bad. I'm just like, she is so mad. <laughs> I It's just like this unbridled anger that just comes from the depths of my soul. And I'm just like, if somebody even breathes in my direction, I'm going to jail. <laughs> I was screaming because I'm PMSing right now. I was screaming last night because I thought someone stole my DoorDash food. <laughs> I was like running up and down the block, <laughs> butt ass naked in just a robe. And I was like, I need to find my fucking food. If I don't find my fucking food, and I'm committing arson. The whole yeah. building's going down. Because <laughs> <laughs> she had the DoorDash or whatever. She posted a picture. So I was like, I know it was delivered, but I didn't look at the picture. And I was like, somebody stole. I went to every fucking door of this building. Damn. To look for my food. In your robe. In my robe. Titties out, bro. <laughs> Flapping with the goddamn wind. Pussy getting cold from the breeze. In my fucking slippers. And I know I looked crazy. I know I fucking looked like that crazy ass bitch who was on something. And then I looked at the picture and I was like, oh, it's at the house next door. And I was so embarrassed because you could probably hear me screaming from upstairs. And I was just like, fuck everybody in this building. Fuck everybody upstairs. Y'all have to steal packages and fucking food. Fuck this shit. I was so mad. I was so mad. And then I just quietly walked back in and I locked the door and I went in my room. And then I took a nap after I ate. Yeah. What'd you order? I ordered, um, I can't roll my R's, but... Birria tacos. Oh, yes. I feel so, I feel like a gringo saying that. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel so bad. But yes, it was BB. like a there you go. It's a that taco bowl. It was delicious. I didn't like the corn chips on it though. I'm like, that's such a American thing to throw fucking corn chips on fucking Mexican food, but whatever. Um, but whenever I don't feel good or like for whatever reason, like beef and pork is like my go to comfort food. Yeah, it's my comfort food. So I was like, fuck everybody. I was so mad at this bitch. I was I was like, but I still gave her a tip because she bicycled all the way over here. She bicycled her ass over here in the snowstorm. I had to. It was, I was snowing like, last She might have pissed me off, but like this is her job. Like I can't yeah. I work in the service industry. I get it. But I I wanted to cuss that bitch out. I'm surprised if she wouldn't have been able to hear me. Um anyways, Lorenzo was gonna say something about endometriosis. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say like like after hearing stories about stuff like this and, you know, talking to women about it, it just definitely just come to accept the fact that, like, no, I I definitely would not be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, interesting to think that, like, dudes, we don't really, like, think about stuff like that. Like, we just go about our day. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know what it would be like to have to think about that all day and deal with that all day while just living your normal life so yeah one of the ways that i've explained my cramps to people because i've always had a heavy period since i was like 12 and i got my period for the first time my cramps it feels like someone's taking their nails and they're dragging them down my nerve endings in my stomach and my back that's the best way to explain it jesus (laughs) or like someone's just like picking at them just like yeah. the, the fucking knife or some yeah. shit. Literally, it does feel like someone's just like stabbing you randomly. Like, yeah. <gasps> yeah. And it's, um, and I used to only cramp in my back, but now I cramp in my stomach too. And then I also have what's, uh, what the fuck is it called? Um, there is this nerve that's in the back of your back and it goes all the way down to, um, the bottom of your foot. And a lot of women have pain with it when they, um, give birth. But I have pain with it when I cramp. So I will cramp in my back and then I have shooting pain down my leg into the bottom of my foot. And like anytime I cramp, I can feel it in my feet. That's wild. Really bad. Yeah, I have a, a story about a friend of mine. We were um, partying out in Madison mm-hmm. and um, we were drinking all day, all day. We And we had a hotel that day. We were drinking, we were having fun. We're like, all right, let's go out to the bar. And we get in line, and she said her cramps started. And she was one of someone who's like that too, who mm-hmm. like gets debilitating cramps. And she was like drunk as shit, but she oh, was just fuck. like, we were all drunk, and we were in line. And she's like, yeah, I can't. I need to. I need to lay down. I was like, oh shit. So we ended up getting her an Uber back to the hotel. But I was like, I felt so bad because she told me like. Yeah, she went home, and she was up for, like, hours just cramping. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, damn, that sucks. And she couldn't really take any medicine because she was, like, drinking. Yeah, yeah drinking, so. Yeah, yeah that, that, that It's one of suck. those things. Yeah. Girly tings. Girly tings. <laughs> Not being able to walk because you're cramping in your feet. Yeah, that's That's wild. some crazy-ass shit. If someone told me I could cramp in my feet, I wouldn't believe them. And now I get cramps in my fucking foot. And, um. I don't think that's some bullshit. And then, like, the way that you... So, a lot of people don't know this, but when you're cramping, you're one centimeter dilated. 
So you have to be 10 centimeters dilated to give birth. Jesus. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just thinking about the pain that I feel when I'm cramping and then trying to imagine 10 times that. Oh, my fucking God. Bitch, Mothers knock me out. out. There, you are. Slice me open. I'm not doing it. I'm yeah, not doing it. I don't it. know. I feel like I wouldn't need to get that shit pulled out of my belly. Yeah. No, my mom, um, my youngest sister, she was like 10 pounds when she was born. Oh. Completely natural. No medicine. <gasps> that was me. I was a fat baby. I was a 10-pound baby. Yeah. I'd be so pissed. Like, the second my baby hits, like, eight pounds, I'm pulling that bitch out. I'm, see, that's my thing. I'm like, I'm going to be resentful towards my child yeah. if they <laughs> cause me that much pain. Like, if I can't get a fucking epidural or if they're not slicing my shit open, do you know bitches can tear from pussy to ass? Stop. Like, oh, my God. That sounds so painful. And you don't even realize it until, like, afterwards when they're stitching you the fuck back up. And then have you ever heard of the husband stitch? Which is when they stitch you like an extra stitched uh, clothes so that your pussy's smaller for your husband when he fucks you. I have never wanted to fight a man more. I don't know what man I could fight, but I'm going to fight one of them. That's some bullshit. And also, see, I know too many things about birth. Also, the reason why we give birth like on our back, even though that's like properly not what we're supposed yeah. to do, is because back in like, I want to say it was like in Egypt, there was a doctor who was just a horny ass motherfucker and he wanted to see what was going on down there. Ah! Women used to squat when they gave birth. Yeah, I saw like a place that like is a natural squatting like. Mm -hmm. ooh, 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 and ooh. then motherfuckers was just a little too horny, and they wanted to see Ew. pussy getting popped. I guess and like literally being popped. Yeah, and <laughs> ever since then we have. Well, I guess when you go in now, like you can make the decision on how you want to give birth, which we're lucky to have. But most women are told to land their back and push. Personally, I think if I was pregnant, I'd go to one of those like natural birthing, birthing centers. Yeah, yeah I, I would not go to the hospital. And they like charge you ten thousand dollars to have a baby. They charge you like fucking eighty grand oh just to like put the baby on your chest after it comes out of your fucking pussy. I'm like. I yeah, would rather no. give birth in the back alley. Like, fuck Seriously, you. Seriously, I'll push it out myself. That's why I'd rather do an at-home birth. Like, yeah. that's my plan. It's still expensive because you have to pay for, like, a doula and, like, nurses and stuff like that. But it's not expensive as giving birth in a, a fucking hospital. Yeah, I would not even do it in a hospital. I heard that, like, if you give birth in, like, a pool, it feels easier. It's easier for the baby, too, because it's already in, like, an embryonic, like, liquid mm -hmm. so it pushing it into water it's still just like an easier transition than yeah. ripping it out of your fucking vagina into like the cold air it's got a whole bunch of hands on it it's never seen never Girl, felt before it's like so bright birth is traumatic no wonder we come out fucking screaming <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ real, you just so squeezed true. me through 10 centimeters and i know i'm not 10 centimeters around Ew, I feel bad for babies. Yeah, they're fucking traumatized. That's why they don't speak for two years. They're like, I, I can't, <laughs> can't let you know what I went through, dude. I'm trying to black it out as much as you are. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> do we want to continue with this question, or did you have another one? I do. Um, so this one kind of pertains to stuff we were talking about think in the last episode is either episode three or episode two but um it had to do with what you guys were um, talking about when it comes to dating while mm -hmm. having an only fan mm -hmm. right um because as you guys are probably well aware there is a stigma behind it um now 
I think there are probably people that are more open than others. But I would think that for most people, Mm. I would say that there would be some sort of hesitancy. So I guess my question to you guys is how would you guys approach that if the situation were to arise, male or female? Mm. Or honestly, I think it would – I would probably say it might be different for each gender, Mm. but that's just me. You want to take this one first or do you want me to? Um, I feel like I'm lucky enough to say that in the three relationships that I've been in, it's never been an issue. Um, but, okay, well, that's a whole bunch of other stuff. That's, um, <laughs> there's layers to there's it. There's layers definitely. to it. But, like, with, like, my first partner, <clears throat> I was making a lot of solo content. So, like, I wasn't even thinking about, like, collabing with other people and stuff like that. And so sometimes I feel like people forget that, like, there's a million ways to have an OnlyFans. And it's not just, like, I feel like people think OnlyFans, they think porn star. And it's like, mm, no. Like, it's very versatile. And I feel like a lot of people just don't recognize that. So I was doing a lot of solo content. And that was all I wanted to do when I first started my OnlyFans. I don't know why my voice has dropped seven octaves. Let me. (laughs) (laughs) You need some tea, bestie? <coughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, so it was never an issue in my first relationship, and then in my second relationship, that's a whole different story that we <laughs> don't need to talk about, um, because it wasn't about the OnlyFans, it was... Anyways, uh, moving on. What was it about? You know, I don't know if my ex-girlfriend listens to this <laughs> or not. Um, she didn't like the fact that I was sleeping with men, mm-hmm. even though we were in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to talk about the fact that she fucked her best friend a month into us sleeping, uh, seeing each other. So, <gasps> I love you. You know I do. You know I do. But I'm allowed to talk shit because I know you still talk shit. Um, but yeah, it was just never an issue. And I feel like it's been such a significant amount of time between my relationships that I've also grown and developed. And I don't know. I usually just tell people from the jump. I'm like, this is what I'm doing. I'm usually only in open relationships, whether it's my choice or not. So So what if, for example, somebody were to, somebody that you are vibing with and you like a lot and they like your future thing, mm. and but they would prefer to have a monogamous thing, would that be, is that just a personal thing that at, at this moment that you're like, it's not something you're ready for yet? Or is that like more... Um, I guess my question is, I'm sorry, I get it a lot deeper than I probably should No, you're okay. Um, how much is that profession impacting your views on that? Um, kind of, so for me personally, I've always wanted to partake in like polyamory. It was something that I had been interested in like in my teen years. Um, but all of the poly and open relationships that I've been in were never really on my terms. Um, so, like, I've, I kind of, who was I talking about? This is probably my fucking therapist. Um, I was talking about how I have never really had the chance to be in a monogamous relationship because I've never been with somebody who wants that. Um, and as a person who's comfortable with polyamory and, like, um, polygamous things, it wasn't, it was an issue at first, but then you kind of just, like, the way relationships are nowadays, it's, like, it's, most people just don't want to commit to the full-term relationship 
that is a monogamous relationship. And so you just kind of get used to the idea that nobody wants to commit to you. And you're like, people want parts of a relationship. They don't want the whole thing. And so you just kind of sacrifice your needs for other people's wants because of traumatic things like trying to desperately be loved and all this kind of shit and things I talk about with my therapist. And um, so it's like, it's not like I don't want to be monogamous. I've always wanted a monogamous relationship. That opportunity has just never presented itself to me. So I've always just found myself in poly relationships. Gotcha. What about you, Karen? Um, personally, I have been in an open relationship once. It's funny, though. I think that, like, the label and commitment just scares me because while I was with this person in an open relationship, I didn't see anyone else. Mm -hmm. It's just me being like, oh, I could if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's like you never know if an opportunity comes up and it's like, oh, fuck, I'm really vibing with this person. I don't want to limit myself from feeling them because I do think you can love more than one person in your life. I don't think, you know, I need to give all to just one person because we are humans. I feel like we are here to connect, to bond. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like the fact of just giving that all to one person is kind of scary for me. Mm -hmm. But I've been thinking about about it a lot recently because there's a person I really, really like Mm -hmm. that I think that I would be in a monogamous relationship with. Mm -hmm. But it's like it definitely depends on the person Mm -hmm. and what you're willing to sacrifice for that person right i guess there's like the different mindsets and the fact that like for some people it's monogamy or nothing Mm -hmm. where it's like if i'm not going to give my whole to you i'm not going to give anything to you right and then there's some that are able to say that like oh i can give some to you but i don't need to give anything to you or I may not want to or for whatever reason. So, yeah, I guess it's just different mindsets in the end. Yeah, well, something that I kind of have to, like, explain to people, because, like, before, not before, but, like, when I had gotten into a, uh, my first poly relationship, it was it was a shit show because there, there was a lack of communication, all this kind of stuff. And I feel like when people think poly or they think an open relationship, they're like, oh, like, you just want to be able to go off and fuck whoever you want. Like, you just want the freedom to do that. And I did countless research into what polyamory is and there's a lot of people that don't know there's like a thousand different ways to be poly and all this kind of stuff and um for me it was never um a thing of like oh i just want to be able to fuck other people or oh like i'm not gonna be able to give you my all like i can give my all to a person but the way that i love them is specific because it's that person and then you introduce a new person it's like I can only love you this way because you are this way and that's our relationship. I can also give you my all because it's just a different version of that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like people have like this idea like, oh, you're just not being 100%. It's like these are still committed like relationships. These are still partners, people I love and care about that I still am 100% invested in. I'm just allowed to be invested in one more than one person at a time. Um, But they still have 100% of me. So when you say invested, do you mean – are we talking like in a sense of um, like romantically or like <coughs> excuse me oh, or like um, you know friendship or sexual so like I like you know out of those like what you're saying you'd be able to divide that up mm-hmm. you'd be able to do all three to those people mm-hmm. okay yeah now that makes yeah sense. okay because um, it's like how you know you have a like a a group of friends and you all do all the same things together but your relationships with them are still individual because they're Mm -hmm. all different people um 
that being said, I, I don't, I've never had more than one, like, romantic partner at one time. I've only ever had more than one sexual partner. Because not everybody can handle the idea of you having more than one partner. Um, for whatever reason, you having more than one sexual partner is usually easier for other people to understand. But um, it's not something that I would, like, limit myself from not experiencing. Um, but at the same time, monogamy is definitely something that I would love to do. It's just never been presented. So that's my tea. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, like, yeah, for me personally, it's, like, uh, there's definitely probably factors that come into play with, like, you know, how you were brought up, uh, mm-hmm. the environment that you're in, the sp- experiences that you've had, um, all kind of lead into what mindset that you give, but, like, yeah, personally, I'm also, I'm, like, one of those people that's, like, it's gonna be monogamy or nothing, mm-hmm. um, I guess just because I probably wouldn't be able to handle, personally, dealing with a situation like that, right? because, like, you know, I'm not, personally, I'm not a very emotional person, mm-hmm. like, on the surface level, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, but, like, you know, I still, I would consider myself pretty emotional, like, on a, a deeper level, um, right. and, yeah, it's just something I don't think I could, would be able to do, but. So, <coughs> here's my thing, because I love getting into discussions about this. Um, do you think it's like a, a jealousy kind of thing? Like you wouldn't be able to handle? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, No, no, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to figure out it. No. It, but it's not like, from the experiences that I've had in the past, I have been in relationships where like the trust factor mm-hmm. was never an issue. Right. right? At least I thought. Mm-hmm. I've I've had a couple instances where it has been, and um, I've also like I've also been on the other side of that, where mm-hmm. like I've interacted with people who I know are betraying somebody else's trust. Yeah. Um, and I've been in those situations a lot, and it's definitely at this point in my life, I've made me come to realize that like I need to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen it all. Mm-hmm. I've seen everything that's happened when it comes to um, infidelity and when it comes to, you know, just betraying somebody's trust. Right. Um, I've seen the consequences. I've seen the actions. I've seen all of that. And um, I would definitely say that I need to be comfortable mm-hmm. first. Right. Like that. that is – comfortable and trust and have be able to have trust in them before anything for me progresses any further than that Mm -hmm. um because the last thing that i want is to be in a relationship where i don't trust the person or i'm much of a relationship or exactly or i'm like second guessing and questioning and all that because that's a nightmare for everybody that has to go through that not just me been there god damn it like i don't want to be someone who has to like stalk your location and mm-hmm. like like that stuff is stupid and it's tiresome and it's like not even worth it so mm-hmm. i know that i at this point in my life i need to get to that point before anything progresses further right so i have a sense of comfortability and trust in the person that we both know that this is it mm-hmm. and like we both are on the same page in that sense mm. 
Well, one of the things that um I kind of had to learn, because jealousy, it's a thing when it comes to relationships. But one of the things that I like had to teach myself um, through my open relationships was um, jealousy is an emotion that is learned. It's not something we're born with. And I'm like, well, that means I can unlearn it, which I feel like a lot. Like, I feel like we have three innate emotions, and that's happiness, sadness, and anger. And then I feel like it's like a spider web of everything else. Um, and so jealousy, in my opinion, is kind of like the same way that like anger is, where it's just you realizing what your boundaries are. And I think that jealousy can just be, I don't want to say negative, but like a negative more version of portraying um, your means of protecting yourself. And so once I started to unlearn my jealousy, um, not that I don't have moments, um, it, I don't know life became a lot easier because you realize that's that's something that's inside of me you know um that has nothing to do with you that's just a lack of communication on my part like if it's something that's being prolonged i'm not saying shit you know and it can be easily dealt with and um where was i i was going somewhere with that um and i lost it (coughs) you think jealousy and confidence go hand in hand i do um but i i think that like I don't know. Like, I've I will say this. I've seen instances mm-hmm. where you know the people who are the most confident are usually the most insecure. Not even that are the people that will still get their trust betrayed. Oh God! Right? Oh, it hurts so bad. Mm. Like the people who. Like, I've seen people who I know for a fact that uh, a thought that infidelity would never be in the question, and I've seen those people get betrayed. So sad. So it's like, it. I think it does correlate, but at the same time, like, the actions and and feelings of other people, you cannot control those things. You can control them, and you also cannot predict them. So, you know, there's we've all heard of instances where people are in loving, happy relationships, loving, happy relationships for years, and then something happens. And that's from a lack of communication. Yeah, absolutely. And there's definitely things that it stems down to, and Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, stuff just happens that way. But it's like there's only so much you can do. And that's why I know that, like, I know I'm not going to be able to have 100% faith and trust all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I know that, like, you know, I it's okay to have those feelings of, like, being careful and being scared of stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. like, you have to have some of it within reason, you know. You can't let that control you. Mm-hmm. But you also that's not the type of stuff that you can just push down either. So it's, it's, you need some sort of balance where like, like you said, communication, very key mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that, never breaking down mm-hmm. and getting to that point. Um, because that's usually how it is. It's, it's always ends up being a lack of communication and, um, that just builds up into like, to the point where like, someone feels they have no other option or they feel like that option is there now because there is a lot of communication. So yeah, you're definitely right. I think the communication part is probably the biggest key. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's funny because like kind of going off on a tangent with that is that I feel like polyamory has always kind of been like a safety net for me in instances like that because who does a bitch have trust issues for many valid reasons and so I was definitely um using polyamory kind of like unethically by um being in a relationship and then having other people in my life because I was so fearful of the person that I was in that main relationship leaving me or betraying my trust and then I was like well at least I have so and so and this person and it's like that's a lot of why people are poly right now which is really unfortunate um because you're not doing it for the right reasons but I also understand the thought process with abandonment issues and trust issues and the way that dating is right now it's really stressful to like put all your cards or all your eggs in one basket because people are the way they are right now and it sucks for people like myself who are hopeless romantics and have only ever wanted that like fairy tale shit and have never gotten it it's some bullshit it is some bullshit and then it's people are like scary. why are you like why are you for the streets i'm like well <laughs> the well, streets chose me the bestie. streets chose me at this point <laughs> there's no coming back oh god it is scary though like being in relationships especially when you know you already have daddy and mommy issues daddy and mommy issues <laughs> oh god it's the, always the combination of the both that gets you daddy mommy issues men issues women issues i have i stood no chance no yeah. chance. I will say that, like, it's really funny that, you know, both of you are attracted to the other's sex, both, you know, physically and romantically, because it's like, you know, you guys have both had your had your experience with men and, um, you know, whether good or bad. Mm. But, like, you've also both had your have had your experiences with women, good and bad. So it's like, I hate, like, the past three episodes, you guys have been talking about some shit that I have 100% related to. <laughs> just i think back and i'm just like wow like it's not just us oh my no women are fucking crazy <laughs> yeah. women are fucking insane we were just <laughs> oh this is why i had to eat y'all because i started getting hangry i was like i need to eat before i just fucking <laughs> we were just talking about that thing that our friend brought up in regards to my ex bestie i love you but i'm allowed to talk shit i hope she's not listening <laughs> this was the most unhinged shit I have ever experienced in my entire fucking oh life. Oh, God. So <laughs> she and I had been like, we weren't together. This was like, what, last summer? We weren't together at this point, but like we had decided to be friends and like we were going through some things um, and kind of had to deal with Caroline. Listen, bitches can be jealous, you know? It's just, it was a mess of things. Anyways, so she and i my ex got into like this fight and then she pulled up to my house like a couple weeks later and she was like we should have like a civilized conversation and i was like fine <laughs> 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 and listen i love her but like she is known to do crazy things things that i legitimately cannot say on this podcast crazy things and so did I come outside with pepper spray in my fucking underwear? Yes, I did. Was my mom watching from the fucking living room window with the lights off? Yes, she was. <laughs> was my dad playing on getting out of the bed after his knee surgery to come pull up on this bitch? Yes, he was. Because, listen, oh, God. you have expectations. So I get in the car. We start talking. Blah, blah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and, like, 
she's saying a lot of things, like a lot of things about how her life is going. It's very messy. I get in the car, like her front, her front bumper is in the back seat. <laughs> like that's how life is going for her type shit. And um, we're like, it's like an hour into this conversation. I'm like, I don't know why I'm still sitting here. Like I'm pretty sure it's over and done with. <laughs> she pulls out her phone and she starts playing a video of her doing a cover of Hallelujah. And I was just sitting there. I was like. <laughs> I was like, Hallelujah. In a fucking stairwell. Just like, and she's not, I'm like, wh- what the fuck? I'm like, this is, I, I'm not safe anymore. I, I'm li- I cannot be safe anymore. I'm looking at her, I'm like trying to keep this straight in space. Because I'm like, if I react in a negative way, this could end badly. And so um, I looked at her. And she's not even looking at me. She's like, yeah, like I did this a couple weeks ago, like getting into a full tangent about it. And then she plays another video and I'm like, I look at her, I'm like, are we done? Like, can I leave? And she was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, great. (laughs) I got out the car and I (laughs) fucking dipped out. So when I say women are fucking crazy, they're fucking crazy in the weirdest way. Um, Again, love you, bestie. But that was really strange and I felt very unsafe. (laughs) (laughs) Very unsafe. Like... Yeah, there's definitely like, I've definitely, I've over the years, I've come to realize that like, handling situations like that and you know, dealing with women in situations like that, it's like, there's, there's no right answer. And there's like never going to be a right answer nope. because you you the best I could do is like think back to like previous experiences and feel like what would probably be the best thing to hand best way to handle the situation based off of what I've gone through right mm-hmm. and then what I would do is I'd go in through my head and I'm like I feel like whatever I do something is gonna be off you know what I mean yeah, yeah. because That's just women you can yeah. never win <laughs> yeah they're gonna be like huh yeah you said what yeah. I don't like the way that you said that and it's just like why'd you shy like that yeah there's always there's always <laughs> ten times more to it, and it's because we're fucking insane. Yeah, but we also pick up on all we the do. little things. I have always had a gut feeling mm-hmm. when it comes to like when it comes to like infidelity or like someone getting ready to leave me. I know three months before yep. that bitch is like the second the seed is planted, I know in my gut. And and dudes, no idea, clueless. <laughs> we like we like there's it's so funny because like I remember so. In my previous relationships, I've broken it down now to when you are talking to a woman and they are, you know, they're venting to you, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not something that happens. You know, everybody does. Everybody vents. Mm-hmm. But when it's a woman venting to you, I feel like there's one of two ways to approach it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you approach it the wrong way, there will be consequences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One of the ways to approach it is just be an active listener, right? Just be an active listener and just, like, you know, support them and do that. Mm-hmm. But not everybody likes that. Some people would like advice. Mm-hmm. People want you to interact with them, right, mm-hmm. and and to talk them through things, right? If you make a mistake in doing one or the other when they don't want the other one, the amount of the amount of times that <laughs> I've got, not even in just relationships, but just, like, female friends that I have. Mm-hmm. The amount of times that like I've gotten like yelled at mm-hmm. for making the mistake of choosing one or the other, yeah. when some women, 
sometimes they do want one. Sometimes they do want the other. It's it's like it's literally like a goddamn jigsaw puzzle sometimes. And it's just like all you can do is just be patient and try to figure it out. You know. Um, I was gonna say one of the. Are you good, Fester? I'm not. <laughs> Um, one of the ways that you can usually tell the difference in what a woman wants. Ask. Well, yes, but if you're afraid to ask, because sometimes people are afraid to ask, it's uh, you can tell by the way that she approaches the situation. If she comes in guns blazing, she doesn't want you to say shit. She wants you to just listen. But if she's very calm, she's like, so this thing happened, and she's like explaining it, then you have more of a chance of giving her advice. Gotcha. Um, but don't tell her she's wrong. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even if she is, no, don't I fucking know. tell her she's wrong. That's a whole other conversation. But yeah, yeah, that's um, – I, I agree with that, and I've tried to do that, and, like, that does work. But there's just, like, times where, like, you know, you you may not see that right away or you may not, like, think to do that approach right away. And, like – like like I said, like if 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 you do mess up that approach, I guess it, it I don't know. It's weird because it's like you don't you want to be helpful, mm-hmm. right? But at what at what point, right? Do you be try to be helpful, mm-hmm. but also kind of lose yourself in a sense? And mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, in like. We all have our personal ways of, like, helping people and interacting with people and dealing with people, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, for me personally, you know, my approach, what I like to do, what I think I'm the best at by far, is talking through things with people and giving advice and helping people and, like, you know, doing that. So it's, like, I've literally had to train myself to not do that sometimes yeah. even though every single cell in my body is urging me to do it mm-hmm. i had to literally train myself to not do it sometimes <laughs> and just shut up yeah because I, I i agree like i get it sometimes it's necessary you just want people to just shut up and listen mm-hmm. um but like yeah sometimes it just it gets to a point where you're just like you know I want to say something. I would love to help you, mm-hmm. you know, but you're definitely not going to listen to anything I have to say right now. So it would be pointless. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my rant. <laughs> so, uh, definitely on the same wave. And then sometimes, like, if, like, I start saying something in regards to giving advice and you can just tell they're not being really receptive, then I just kind of shut up. I'm like, oh, you just want me to listen, then I'll just listen. And then sometimes it's like vice versa. Sometimes I would just want you to agree with me that that bitch that skipped me in the fucking grocery store line is a bitch. Like, I don't need you to be like, well, maybe she had somewhere to go. No, fuck her. Fuck her. Fuck her bloodline. Fuck that bitch. Like, sometimes you just, <laughs> I don't need an in-between. I want one or the other. Um, but then then you have to be like an, a mature, emotional individual. You're like, okay, yes, okay. You know what? It's not worth the anger, but you have to let a person process that. You can't force them to do it because that never works. Yeah, I think I that's another thing where it's like, you know, that's something I also struggle with is like, because when it comes to me, when it comes to situations like that, when it comes to talking through stuff like that, I'm very like, all right, let's take a step back. Mm-hmm. You know, let's 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 look at what happened. Let's 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 see. Let's analyze everything. Um, 
I, yeah, I guess it's just the whole concept of thinking things emotionally or logically and mm-hmm. just trying to find that divide because sometimes thinking things too logically will fuck you over yeah. and sometimes thinking things too emotionally will fuck you over. Right. So I do tend to lean on the logical side, but, you know, trying to balance that tight, that, you know, that very thin line of, you know, using both sides is it's not easy mm-hmm. it takes practice heart and brain mm-hmm. exactly um let's meet in the middle baby you're singing a lot of songs i don't know i don't know that one either i just <laughs> made it up <laughs> oh, okay i used to b- want to be a, a songwriter random intrusive thoughts sorry <laughs> <laughs> um do you have any more questions um not that I can think of right now. Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah, I was about to say, do you guys have... When's the last time you cried? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because I think you've asked me this before. Um, <coughs> damn. Um, Recently, actually. It's <gasps> because um, right. I went to my grandfather's funeral. Oh. I would say that would be the last time I cried. I'm um, sorry, I said love. No, 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 it's, take that back. it's okay. I just um, love seeing men cry. It's a, it's a thing. That was probably, yeah, the last time. And then before that was my last Christmas with my grandfather. And he, like, knew that he was, this was probably going to be his last. So he, like, gave this big speech. Um, And before that, I couldn't tell you. It probably had been a while. Mm -hmm. So there's a very two specific instances. um, But to the point that I probably think that just, I don't cry very often mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. When's um, the last time you cried, Kaylin? Last night. Me too. Fucking <laughs> 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 too. Yeah, bitch. watching Last of Us. Yeah. Oh no. Well, yes. Yes. But that, I cried multiple times last night. Yeah, with Baby. the whole food thing. Hormones. Listen, no, I was angry with that. Yeah. No, I was just having a moment. I was like. <sighs> You just cry. Let's <laughs> just let it all out. <laughs> I've had instances like that, though. And you know what's funny? I I lied. I, I can think of another time. Mm-hmm. And this is probably, like, the quote-unquote stereotypical least manly thing that I've done in a while. And um, this is really funny. I was watching a show. Uh-huh. And it's a show that is very near and dear to my heart because I started watching it when I was 12, I think. I've been watching it for, like, a decade. Right. Um, the show's Supernatural. Right? <gasps> okay. Supernatural. Of course. I started watching years. Like, I did too. I picked it up around season three. Oh my god. Um, okay. And I started consistently watching from season three. Mm-hmm. And then I, we got up to I think last season was season fifteen, right? Yeah. Fifteen or sixteen? I think it was fifteen. Yeah. And I watched halfway through season fifteen, mm-hmm. and I stopped watching like a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and I just haven't had time. To pick it back up and a couple months ago i was like fuck it let me finish this show mm-hmm. so i kind of went back a little bit so i could catch myself up and I, I finished the last half of the last season of the show and i'm thinking like oh like it's finally you know i've gone through this it's great mm-hmm. and there's just like they that was probably one of the best series finales that i've ever seen mm-hmm. not even just objectively just like because I've 
went through years and years of loving the show mm -hmm. through the ups and downs because that show can be very Fucking stupid sometimes. Jesus Christ. Um, but it's also like I was just so invested in the show. And like like the, the season end. Have you you've finished the show? I did not finish the show. I know what happens. Though. Okay. I, yeah. I have a thing where I won't finish shows because if I don't finish it, then the show is never ended. Yeah. I'm kind of like that. I did that with a couple of shows. Mm -hmm. Supernatural was one of them, but then mm -hmm. I finally just ripped the band aid off. Yeah. No, my sister spoiled the ending for me and I was like, oh, oh God. Yeah. I, I won't say anything on here, but basically like I was watching it, me and my roommate. No. Okay. The funny <laughs> thing is I was watching it by myself. I was in the living room, lights mm -hmm. off, just watching it. Right. Mm -hmm. And the, ending of the show is happening and i'm just like starting to tear up a little bit yeah and my roommate comes in and um my roommate's a very uppity cheery like type of guy he comes in he goes oh hey what are you watching hey how's it going oh you watching supernatural oh that's awesome and i'm sitting there with like one <laughs> tear going down my cheek and he doesn't realize it and mm -hmm. then he like sits down and is like oh but watch it he looks up he goes oh shit man i'm so sorry <laughs> i was like no it's okay I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> just, you know, it's a, it's just a very powerful moment mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So I just, I just let that out of it because that was a, that was an interesting, um, an interesting time where I'm just like, you know, I just fuck it. Just I stopped go. watching that show after like season ten. Yeah. Just because, like, I always tell everybody, I'm like, if you're gonna watch Supernatural for the first time, stop watching after season five. Unless you really like the fucking characters. Because season That's five. That's the only thing. Is the characters. If you like the characters, then keep watching. Yeah. But season five was the perfect fucking ending yep. to the whole entire series. I agree. It should have ended there. Yep. And then they needed more money. So, mm -hmm. you know, Warner Brothers brought that shit back. Yeah. And everybody was exhausted. They wanted to quit their contracts and they couldn't. So, you know. Well, yeah. And it, because it, the first, those first five seasons, it's oh all about God. monster hunting it's and like so the actual good. supernatural and stuff. And then there it just goes biblical it's just for <laughs> 10 seasons. So more than the show. Like, it's fucking wild. Like, five seasons of, like, it was sort of biblical, but it was just kind of like a side part. Right, like the last, like, season and a half. Biblical. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. everything. They brought in, like, Leviathans. Yeah. Like, Demon Dean. I did watch that episode because fucking Jensen Ackles is a beautiful human being. Yeah. And I deserve to see him as a demon. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, so I came back for, like, certain episodes, mm -hmm. but not enough for me to, like... They bring God into it. And didn't they fucking... I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but they killed a lot of people, a lot of entities yes. that I didn't think they could kill. Yes. One in specific. So yes. I'm just like, that's not how that works. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it is very, very... And then the queer baiting at the end, wasn't really a fan of that. Like, Cass and Dean. Oh, yeah. I'm like, come on, guys. Dean is the There's most no heterosexual way. man. Yeah fucking ever <laughs> and y'all want to make it seem like they got in hell no no that was bullshit y'all did that for fandom reasons yeah, and not for good writing reasons yeah. and i am a very queer woman all right that's not me like mm -mm, no that shit it just did didn't make, make sense, sense. it yeah. didn't fucking no. make sense dean he spends like the entirety of his life fucking bitches going through yeah. uh, like thousands of women and then you tell me he's got a thing for this angel yeah no it's funny you mentioned that because when i was you know in what, early high school, late middle school, that season where Sam becomes a demon. Mm -hmm. Or no, no, no. no, not, no it, and he loses his soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The season where he loses his soul, season right? Season six. And he is, like, just <laughs> – he is the dude. Like, that dude is no soul. He has no emotion. So he was, like – there was a scene where he goes into a bar, mm -hmm. right? And within, like, probably 
five lines talking to this bartender. Mm-hmm. She's back home with him. And it wasn't something that seemed like, oh, that's unrealistic. No, it no, made sense. It made a lot of sense. Yeah. Man had ribs. Yeah. For not having a soul, the man had ribs. Yeah. And I was, I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> My fucking 14, 15-year-old self was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Meanwhile, I was just writing fan fiction about me and Dean. I was that bitch. I was. Yeah. And it was like a thing for all of my friends. Like, me and like the Woodland Squad. Really? Yeah. We'll have to bleep that out. Um, but that group of friends, that was like our shit. Yeah. But let's talk about something that <laughs> Yes. Sorry. <laughs> a, little, a little tangent. Oh. Sorry. That's okay. I'm like, should I watch this? You oh my Monster, God. Monster Hunter? I rewatched the first season. All the fucking I feel time. like I would like that. Oh my god, it's so good. It's a very good show. It's, it's a very really good, show. good. And it's like it's it it's one of those shows that borderline teeters on like kind of little corny, mm-hmm. but like also kind of serious. Mm-hmm. Where there is some things where you're like, ah, that's a little corny, but uh, what's his name? Jensen Ackles is a fucking like he's one of the most underrated actors oh ever because. He went from that to I don't know if you've heard of the show The Boys. It's that, can, it's that superhero movie. It's an that, Amazon original. Mm-hmm. That it's, was like super dark. It's like supposed to be like Justice League, but like rated R. Yeah, it's like really really dark yeah. and. Uh, and he plays one of like the most important fucking yeah, characters. Yeah, and he does amazing, like so good. That he does man, such a just, good. He's just so attractive. Yeah. He's just so fucking pretty, and he's always been pretty, and it's just <laughs> great. It's really great. And then to hear him dropping F-bombs all the yeah. fucking time now versus, like, Supernatural, where you can only say, like, damn. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Just fulfilled a lot of dreams for me that I didn't know I had. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But it's a good show, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, other questions. What do you want to ask Lorenzo as a man? Um... How does it feel to be a man? <coughs> Honestly. How does it feel? Yeah, because I just can't. What's it like having to carry around fucking balls every day? <laughs> yeah, like, what? And like a dick it? that has a mind of its own. <laughs> you gotta strap oh that shit for the rest God, of the day. That that is start thinking too much. I'd be like, I'd have a boner at all times. I also that. refer to my vagina as a he. Do you <laughs> refer to your penis as a she? No. <laughs> I, my, I don't even, like... I think it's a he, but it's just more like I would say I refer to as I personify it for a reason mm-hmm. because when guys tell you that they have a mind of its own, it literally does. Like the best way I can explain it is this. <laughs> I'll be at work, mm-hmm. right? Literally thinking of nothing but what I'm working on, mm-hmm. just working, mm-hmm. right? And I'll just be doing something. And then it just says, hey. <laughs> It just says, hey. Why? No reason. No reason. There is, li- like, I, no mental reason. It, mm-hmm. it just, like, yeah. Or the opposite, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When it's supposed to say, hey, it doesn't say, hey. Mm-hmm. And you have no control over it. Yeah. Like, you can influence it for sure. But, like, if it doesn't want to, if it doesn't want to come out, it won't. It's like a turtle And if it wants shell. to and you, it doesn't, it, it <laughs> basically is. And if it, it like if you don't want it to come out, it will. Mm-hmm. Like those stories that you hear that are like, you know, you have to stand in front of the class with the. Bo- I, I've had those. Oh God! Not, I obviously I make it. it like, like you got to tuck it in your do? waistband. There's 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 ways, right? There's ways. Yes, the waistband is definitely a way. Um, there's 
like if you're sitting down though sometimes the waistband can kind of be uncomfortable because mm-hmm. like if you're sitting up it doesn't really work like that so you kind of like tuck it off to the side a little bit mm-hmm. put it in your pocket yeah <laughs> no well close to it yeah <laughs> put my dick in my pocket real quick oh god that but just brought back a horrible flashback what oh my god <laughs> now you have to say it Guys, literally when I was in, this is just so random, but when I was in like first grade. Oh no, I don't know if I want to hear this. Yeah, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think we have to hear that. Dicks in pockets. Okay, so literally this like little boy, stupid ass, dumb ass fucking kid. (laughs) Oh my fucking God. He like kept on stealing my eraser and I'm just like an innocent little Aww. girl and he like put it in his pocket Caroline. and he's like reaching my pocket and gets my eraser. <laughs> I was like I was just like I didn't know what was happening. I'm literally in first grade, bro. I was like, "What?" So I like try to get my eraser. I literally grab his little penis. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> And that was the first time I, yeah, I'm traumatized. And I told my grandma that happened. And she's like, oh, boys will be boys. I'm Fuck like, bro, that. I literally just touched a dick. Oh, my God. Yeah, I never pulled shit like that. Yeah, I was like, Ugh. I, I should. <sighs> Fuck him. That's wild. I love that we both had experiences like that in the first grade. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's basically like it's mostly unnoticeable. Mm-hmm. Like I don't notice it, but like, yeah, there are times where you do have to deal with it because like. Has your balls ever gotten caught on your zipper or some shit like that? Um. Yes, <gasps> but like, not not to the point where like it's like super painful. It's just okay. more like ow that like ow, okay. and you kind of just like, or like, worse. I would say worse, more often actually. Um, does it get on stuck in your actual balls? Get stuck like, on like a hair or something? You feel? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I've swallowed um, a lot of hair that wasn't supposed to be oh, there. Oh yeah, that's a yeah, that's a whole other thing. Because yeah. like, even just like, grooming is just like. No, it's a I feel challenge. like men are better at grooming their dicks and shit than I am with my vagina. Like y'all get that shit bald, and I'm still over here with fucking razor burns. But and shit. but it's it's not easy. <laughs> right. yeah, how do you even you? shave your balls? Like it's like okay, that's like um, sensitive. Like yeah, I don't get that. I've people, cut the inside of my people, vagina before. People do it. People do it differently. I know, like people. I know dudes who will use a razor blade. Like like. That, like a type of way that you shave your face with, they'll use it. I could never do that Just because one, I don't know if I don't trust myself, Mm-mm. and two, like I don't have the control. Mm-hmm. But I know that those people who do do that have a far better result because okay. you know I use a combination of things. Mm-hmm. I have manscaped like a lot of other dudes do, and it's good, but it's not great. Right. It doesn't do everything, mm-hmm. and um, it comes with a guard. Mm-hmm. Um, but that guard also doesn't let you cut down as far as some people might want it. Um, so it's kind of like two aspects of it. There's like the shaving part and then there's kind of like the cleaning up part where you like, you know, trying to get as much off as possible. Because there's days where like, or there's times where like I'll, I won't do anything. There's times where I'll just, you know, trim it up for mm-hmm. a little bit. And there's times where I'll just, you know, completely get rid of it. And it used to be based off of like my sexual activity, mm-hmm. but now it's just like I need to get rid of this. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want this anymore, so I'll just do it. Yeah, I still shave the same way where I'm like, mm. yeah. and then some days I'm like, well, 
if he has to work for it, he has to work for it. He'll find it. Because <laughs> I rock a full bush sometimes because it's just too much. Yeah. My hair is so – I have talked about this on a private story before. It is a war down there mm-hmm. to shave that shit fucking bald. And I mean, like, I will be in the tub on my ass cheeks. Like, <laughs> we have to up in the eagle. Air. Like, and, like, doing fucking cart, cartwheels in the tub. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've, like, really almost injured myself yeah. while trying to shave. And then I've you gotta pull one pussy lip this way and one pussy Literally, lip that way. Literally, when you have to spread your lips open, oh it's scary. God. Yeah, and then that one time I <gasps> fucking nicked my, the inner side of, like, my oh vagina. My couldn't pee for like three days oh my god it burned it burned so fucking. i have a story like that to tell you but after because it happens in podcast (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah there's like you do have to be really careful because it's like you know the air the mound area that's easiest right Mm -hmm. that's 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 no issue um when you get like towards the top of like the shaft area that's fine too. Mm-hmm. There's only one area that's really hard, and that's you know the actual balls. Yeah, yeah, that part. It's like that's like you have to be very very careful, and you have to like you can't go. You have to go. The best way to describe it, you have to go with the grain, Caroline not against the, the way grain. that I shave. Y'all, Kaylee. Get <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a video and show women how to shave and get that smooth smooth because Are the you way you. Shave your fucking pussy. I'm I I go in every direction. I'm like, as long as it gets the fuck off my vagina. Literally, like, bro, she goes sideways, vertical, (laughs) diagonal. You don't have the uh, same kind of hair texture that I do. Yeah, that's fair. It's completely different. I can't. If I go downwards, that bitch is not coming off. If I go upwards, I have a higher chance, but it's still there. I have to go sideways, upside down, all this kind of shit. Well, that's that's how it is with me too. But it's Mm -hmm. like. I have to just get as many. I can't get all of it. I can't. Like mm-hmm. I, I've come to realize that the only way if I would ever get all of that off is either through waxing or like laser hair removal. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm gonna be able to shave all of it off because, like you said, I can't get everything if I go like with it. Oh my god, no. I can't. So I get as much as I can with it, and then I just leave it because I know that if I try to go against it, like that, like something happened just like that. Yeah. So do you have to like hold your balls, like? You know, like, kind of stretch them out to, like, make them no. not, like... Well, kind like, of. You know, like, soft or whatever. Okay, here's another interesting fact. Um, <laughs> one, there's a couple factors. One, it depends on the temperature, right? Of, like, the water or, no, like, no, no, outside? No, 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 just, just with the temperature, one, of how your body is, and two, like, yeah, the environment. Like, if, if your bathroom's a little colder than usual, it'll shrivel up together. Mm-hmm. And low-key makes it a little easier <laughs> because it's a little it's better if it's... Smaller if it's area. in the middle of summer and you're, you know, they're it's just hot, hanging, they're slanging. It's, yeah, it's like loose and you gotta like, yeah, you have to actually make the surface tension. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it so like it depends. Most of the time, it's uh, as you said, it's a battle. It's mm-hmm. a it's a war. It's but a war never that wins. yeah, you just don't win. You just Mm-mm. accept you, it. You Literally, I notice that like when I'm shaving, if I like take my skin and like press down press and like. Pull it, it upwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I have to like pull my shit yeah, to the you side. You have to like yank that hoe. Like fucking meat curtains, yeah. bro. That's why they call that bitch. Like you got to close them. Meat curtains? I never heard you that. You never heard of meat curtains? No. That's yeah. what, yeah. Pussy loves meat curtains. Title of this episode. <laughs> meat curtains. <laughs> meat curtains. <laughs> like oh my full, God. like extending yeah. over. Like but yeah, stay to your question. You do, yeah, most of the time have to like not. Not, like, grab it and stretch it upwards, mm-hmm. but, like, 
whatever way you're going so like if you're going that way you have to Mm -hmm. you move it that way yeah you just kind of gotta fight gravity yeah pretty much i want to do a podcast episode where we wax each other oh my god you can't see it obviously you just hear what's happening that's funny (laughs) (laughs) well i I need to get my pussy waxed i've never been waxed before so i I would be gentle i don't believe you really you would rip my shit (laughs) you would be like okay one yeah. Just fucking give me fucking <laughs> pussy whiplash or some shit. No, it would be done and over with. I'd be sweating. Oh my I'd probably God. shit myself. I'm gonna be honest. I That's one of my fears when it comes I would to be like, like Kaylee. You did not just shit on me. <laughs> you did not just fucking shit on me. Listen, we've been through a lot together. You don't think we could shit on each other? Just one little time. I've seen a lot of aspects of you, and I know a lot of okay, your stories. Okay, fine. You can shit on me. Thank you. <laughs> Once. Once. When your asshole is in the air because I'm waxing it, and if you get a little poop on me, I guess it's okay. Thank you, Bestie. That is wild. This is a safe safe (laughs) space. It is safe. Two girls, one podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Or should that be the title of this episode? I feel like a lot of people would click on that. Two girls, one podcast? Two girls, one podcast. Okay. Um, But what was I going to say? That's one of my fears with giving birth is, like, you're using all the same muscles to shit, so most women – shit when they give birth and i'm like shitty baby head if i came into this world with shit on my fucking head i'm we're boxing me and my mother i'm always gonna have some sort of resentment towards her well she probably just wouldn't tell you we're all probably shit babies no i told i i'm like my future partner whomever i have a baby with if that ever comes i'm telling them straight up don't tell me if i shit on the table i don't want to know yeah let them wipe that shit away i don't want to know because I would be mortified. My pussy would close back up. Shit Baby's not coming me. out. <laughs> no, we're going to do this another day. It's well, not happening. at least you wouldn't know. That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> What's one thing that you wouldn't do with a girl in regards to sex? Something that's off limits for you? In the conventional sense, we're like, okay. Um, <laughs> what? <else? laughs> um, real quick. <laughs> the episode, my podcast, like, you're going to that I'm going to put up today, um, definitely should listen to it mm-hmm. because we addressed a topic that you guys actually addressed. What? Um, we talked about period sex. <gasps> and period they sex. found out somebody has a blood kink that I didn't realize had a blood kink. So that was interesting. Um, but that, I in the past, I would have said no, but I have done it since, and it's not that bad. Blood, Again, uh, I said blood sex, period sex. Yeah, blood sex. <laughs> That might be a whole different. That's thing. a whole different thing. That's um, some Megan MGK type B. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm that's like a spiritual that. ritual. Yeah, so that's not terrible. I'd prefer. I'm I'm cool with just not doing it. Like mm-hmm. I'm cool with it, but like, you know, bitches be horny on. Yeah. That oh my god, that's no, true. period sex is a different experience. It's yeah. otherworldly. Yeah. But you gotta do it in the shower. Yeah. yeah. Just that's mm, I've done it before, and it's a, it's like your your vagina's tighter because you're cramping. Mm-hmm. Let's not get into it. I'm gonna have flashbacks. Yeah. Or I've had situations where like they didn't they weren't sure if they were on it or like they were on the tail end and they thought they were fine and like some blood happened. I like, would oh, never fine. fuck on the tail end of my period because it's just that brown shit that comes mm. out of you. That's gonna be mortifying for all of That's us. That's what's coming out of me right now. I'm so sorry. I just like what the fuck in my panties, bro? Bro, we have pants. We have we yeah. have tampons and pads. I don't want that. <laughs> Let me get a little panty liner. No, I wear diaper pads. I know you do. I'm like, aren't you uncomfortable? No, I feel so secure. It's like nothing could fucking happen to me. I'm good. Yeah. Like that's if you got to bury me in something, it's fucking 
like pads that are like the size of a diaper because my periods have always been heavy but period sex is great um I think anal's always been off limits to me. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would ever do it. Oh, it just wow. doesn't sound appealing to me. Oh. And then, like, every time, anytime you're watching fucking porn, it, it's popping up regardless because mm-hmm. it's so fucking proud. I, I just, it doesn't interest you me. You don't at want all. that tight asshole. <laughs> 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 that nice tight. No, no, butthole. I'm good. I'm cool with, yeah, no. No, that, that just doesn't. I don't think I would ever do it. I've only done anal one time successfully. Yeah. The other times, traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> for multiple reasons. And that's the other thing, too. It's like, I would just be too self-conscious because it's like, I don't want to hurt anything. Well, okay, you explain it because you know how to do anal and I don't. Yeah, anal is fun when you do it right, honestly. It feels good. Not even going to lie. But you got to do it right. Otherwise, that shit is not fun. Someone is vacuuming outside. Yep, right now. that's gonna be fun for they me. They can definitely <laughs> hear us talking about <laughs> talking about anal. <laughs> I don't give a I don't fuck. walk out there. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I um, hope it's a woman. It's fine. But yeah, whoever those are it is, I bet you they stole my fucking package. I bet. Anyways, those so are when you're doing anal, you really do before it goes in there. You have to like massage it and get your butthole muscle ready because it is just a muscle that you need to relax. And then you need so much lube, like literally so much lube, bestie. I never need lube because I got that wop, like uh, we all know. You, but you wait, need, wait. you need it for you your asshole. asshole is just wet like that. No, my asshole is not wet, but I wish I'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, you gotta like massage it with your finger and like circular motions, and then like if your dick comes out of someone's asshole, don't do not, not put just that shit in her fucking in. pussy. Oh yeah, don't put it in her pussy either. That's I how know you it's get truffle butter, but fuck you, bitches. Ew, what did you just it's say? It's called truffle butter. Women let men put dick yes! in their vagina. After it's called the truffle butter. You don't know that song by Nicki. You're not a Nicki fan. You're not a Nicki fan. Truffle I butter. I didn't know that's what it Wayne meant. Drake. Yeah, that's what truffle butter is. That's some nasty ass shit. You're definitely getting BV after that. You getting sub? You getting sepsis after that <laughs> shit? Literally shit. Yeah, wow. no. That's yeah. why. That's the whole thing. It's like, yeah, you also can. You can clear it for sure, but like, I would still be in my head about it. Like, oh. There's like, still, what would like, you do if you decided to do anal and you pull your dick out and you see a little piece of poop on it? <laughs> <laughs> Just wipe it off! No, no. I think... <laughs> I, I don't think I'm mature enough for anal. I don't think I'm mature enough. I, I truly don't. I don't... I think that's another reason why it's not for me. I don't have the maturity. There's a little, little line of shit right there. Yeah. I... I would be so embarrassed, but I'd be like... Just... It's a safe space, really. Sex with me is a safe space. But if you f- tell me I shit on your dick, I can't ever see you again. Yeah. Another and another thing. It's really funny because you're talking about like the maturity thing. Something I've ta- actually talked about my friends with, jokingly but also half serious kind of, is like the the prospect of like having a threesome with two like a dude. Two guys, one girl. Yeah. Would oh, you okay. do that? Because that's so, probably a dream for uh, most women. Um. I <laughs> I don't think I could, and again for that same reason where like, like you know, me and my friends would joke around saying like, um, you know, would would we do it with like our homies? And I'm thinking like, no. tag team, you and tag team, no, for one reason, 
And that reason is I could not take myself seriously. And I could not take the situation seriously. That's what you think until you're horny as fuck with a bag. I would not be horny with enough. Her pussy dripping I all over the place. Nope, I couldn't be horny enough. I, like dick in her mouth. It would have to be some ass. like it, whoa, extreme. <laughs> like it'd have to be like like celebrity type level for me to even think about it. Because like yeah, no, it's I I can I know I know myself. I know that like I get into the situation, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I know I wouldn't even – I would definitely not look at it, but, like, if I ever <laughs> made eye contact with the other dude, there's no way I wouldn't laugh. There's no way. Well, you can laugh and then brush it off. No. We're sunglasses men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wear just, my just the whole sunglasses of doing that. and pussy. I don't Is think that I could do that. Is that a song? Well, oh. it's okay. You made it one. Well, it's a song, but like I just changed it. Oh, we're gonna get fucking copyrighted. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, wait. Hold up. Hold up. I know it. I wear my sunglasses at night. What? No, wait. I don't. What is that? No, no, no. It was in the Nope movie. Oh, yeah. That's not what I was thinking of. I was thinking of a Disney song. That's definitely not the lyrics of that, but it's like the melody of it. No, it's like a. That's like an '80s song. Oh wait, that's not a Disney song. No, you're thinking I just want it my way. Yeah, what is that song? And when I go out, yes. Who is that? Wait, I can't wait to see you again. Is it Ali and AJ? Yes. Oh my God, that was great. That's that's when you said the the first time we that's what I thought of. Um okay. Any more questions? Um eighty minutes. <laughs> we are at the eighty minute mark. I know, that's yeah. why I'm like we should probably wrap it up and it's, it's up to you. Cause we could talk for hours. That's for the real. Thing. Yeah. We should probably just close it up like this. You don't have any Girl, where were you going with that one? You don't have any other questions to ask the man before us. Hmm. I mean, I'm here every episode, too, so yeah. <laughs> we don't think of anything. Um, why yeah, is it that men be playing with girls like that? Like, why do you want all the relationship aspects but then don't want to be in a committed relationship? Why are men like that? Damn. <laughs> all right, guess, like, it looks like we're going to 90. Um, <laughs> that's kind of funny because uh, I have definitely have dealt with that a mm-hmm. lot. On my end, for sure. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. Um, well, there's many factors to it. One, they know they're not willing to commit to anybody at that point. Okay. To the point where, like, they rather, selfishly, but they rather have aspects of it, but not have to worry about, like, hurting the other if they were to commit mm-hmm. um, or th- this is kind of shitty, mm-hmm. but it can happen. Um, shitty. <laughs> they may not think that, or they may not be so sure that that person is the one. Y'all are right. And you're right. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's fucked. And I, I can say I'm guilty of doing that. Um, <sighs> Yeah, it's it's. I try not to, but at the same time, I think one thing that is for sure that I do do mm-hmm. 
is I communicate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have put myself in that situation, but it's not something I I will not purposefully lead you on. If that makes sense. Mm. You communicate a lot of things when yes. you're drunk. Oh well, yeah, I tried to. <laughs> same. We're the same. Like, how come when like we're drunk is when we're like? Because that's when you feel like you have like no inhibitions. You just feel like you can say whatever yeah, the fuck you want. Yeah, that's sad though. Like, we need to channel this energy into our lives. But I think it's just because you feel more comfortable. So like, my current bay, <laughs> I'll be telling him shit. I don't care. Well, it's not even that I feel more comfortable. It's just that like, I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't I care guess. about the yeah. like what happens because like true. if I cared. I would not have said half the things that I did when I saw you guys last Saturday. So, you said a lot of yeah, things, things that uh, Caroline would translate for me. Yeah. yeah. Again, I apologize. Um, but yeah, um, that situation—it's not ideal, and it's not something that I would assume most guys want because that in itself still comes with headaches mm-hmm. that you have to deal with, not only for yourself but for the other. So, yeah, it's it's some bullshit. It is, it is. It's a slippery slope mm-hmm. and something that you can find yourself in a lot easier than you would think. Mm-hmm. And then you Welcome have to figure out a way to like. not do it. What did you say? What? What were you? I don't know. You talking into the mic? <laughs> what you I said like a mudslide. <laughs> you just having your moment over there. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Sounds like pussy shit to me, but yep, it is. <laughs> Moving forward, Not and how can right. we call like weak people or like dumb shit pussy? Like, can we start saying that sounds like some dick shit? That sounds like some whack dick shit. That does sound like some whack dick shit. <laughs> like, like why is pussy like with bad? But obviously, it is like stop being a little pussy. Do you think it could have derived from cats? The cats, yeah, pussy cat. Like you're a scared little cat. Because cats are scared. I have one. They're yeah. Terrified you need of to everything. fucking bring her over. God. Cat. Now yeah. that I have the house to myself all week, because both my roommates are out of town, this cat has been all over me. This cat has been, like, completely attached and, like, won't leave my side. And when she does leave my side, <laughs> she tears everything up. On that note, I think this is a perfect time to end this podcast. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>